0: We're uh, on our podcast, Relationships by the Book. Well, if you're going to look at relationships, you got to look at how do we engage each other in a healthy way. Well, God's Word is so full of great directives. And uh, we are right now in a 36 week series. Now, hold on, Uh, it's going to be different each week, but it's a series on the one and other passages in Scripture. Uh, They are compelling, they are powerful. And, uh, and so we're in this series on the one another passages. And so today we are talking about kindness. Who couldn't use a little bit more kindness? Hi, this is Eric Hurd, and my podcast is called Relationships by the Book. So why that title? Well, I lived 18 years of my life apart from God, apart from His Word, and my family was one of the most dysfunctional families to grow up in and we didn't understand relationships and when I came to know Christ it absolutely transformed me from the inside out and I began to understand God's wisdom because I dug into his word and I saw how much he had to say about relationships. I've been a pastor now for over 45 years and so this podcast is really an accumulation of the wisdom God's given me in relationships that I want to share with you. hello Eric greetings Michael so
1: you and I we just went camping with one another oh gosh it was awesome (laughs) Lake Mead come on and we got perfect weather perfect water how why is it that when I get back from a trip like that all I want to do is go do that
0: again (laughs) <laughs> because it's so restful. It's so beautiful. You know, when you study neuroscience, one of the things you realize is that God created us to be outdoors, and I loved our camping situation. And uh, I mean, looking up at the stars when there's no ambient light, and it's just like they pop off the off the that stage, if you will. And then to, you know, watch shooting stars and uh, to listen to the donkeys and the coyotes and. God created us to be outdoors. Mm. Let me just say, we do this trip where we,
1: first of all, the day before we leave, it's a whole bunch of packing and preparation. We get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. We drive to Nevada where we then go grocery shopping and load up our boat and then go out onto the lake and find a beach and set up camp. And by, by the time we're making dinner, we're about... If that's about the time we're, we're really getting there and yeah. getting settled in. It's an entire day of, of travel and mission. And then you camp out in the middle of the wilderness. It's such a fun trip. I love doing it. And uh, we just got back from one of the better trips we've done out there.
0: Yeah, and there's a learning in that. Because, you know, even as you said, as we get there, we really aren't really on the beach until evening. Yeah, But, you know, it's it's this kind of thing about life, isn't it? It's not about the destination, it's about the journey. Yes, I think the whole thing of setting up for the trip, you know, my, my heart just starts getting glad that I know I'm going on vacation. And then you're just trying to make sure you're bringing everything, and, and then it's, you know, going out there and stopping at Starbucks, getting our coffee, and you know, Taking a gas run, what? But it's all about the journey, mm-hmm. and yeah, the destination's awesome. That's a great part of the trip, but it's the whole trip, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. and coming home. Oh. Yeah, gosh, I unloaded my truck. I thought my girl, I filled my garage. I don't know how we came home with so much
0: stuff. I came back with more than I left. <laughs> Something is wrong with that.
1: <laughs> we we did do, uh, but one another. I mean, a trip like that. They, there are parts of that trip that were so challenging. You know, yeah. moving heavy. Objects dealing with the wind and tying things off, and trying to teach the kids to be patient because they're ready to play while we're setting up. All that stuff, we had to choose to be kind, right? Mm-hmm. That's
0: it, uh, you know. And, and again, I, just like in the intro, you know, who doesn't need a little bit more kindness? But remember, you know, we're in our first week doing this series, we talked about the golden rule do unto others as you would want them to do unto you. Mm-hmm. That's a biblical concept that wasn't man made and and it really is how god wants us to live and he is the perfect example of every virtue you could ever imagine like think about how kind god is to us i mean in he gives us sunrises and sunsets he gives us just fresh oxygen all the time to breathe you know he gives us this beautiful landscape whether it's in the desert whether it's in the mountains or the oceans And then you look at food. He just gives us ample amounts of food, ample amounts of water. He gives us grapes from which we get wine, the best of wines. I mean, God just always comes at us with kindness, Mm -hmm. giving us just what we need. And so when it comes to us being kind, all you got to look at is God. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at the ways he's kind toward us.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's... It's so it's crazy how we get carried away and we kind of lose track of, of acknowledging it mm-hmm. as we start to just expect our lives to have all these privileges and wonderful things and
0: sometimes we got to just stop and appreciate the the air in our lungs. Well, and, and it's so interesting. I was on my way, you know, to doing this podcast with you because we, you know, we we uh, do the recording at your house. And as I'm driving here, a good friend of mine calls me. He goes, oh, gosh, you got you to gotta hear this story. And we have a mutual friend who's just one of the most generous people I know. And so uh, he says, you got to hear this story. So I've got this woman in my office whose son is, is going to the fire academy. And he's up near Tahoe, and his engine blows in his car. He doesn't have money. He's staying in a hotel. And so my, my friend calls our mutual friend. And says, hey, by the way, because this guy just is Mr. Resourceful. Says, do you know anybody that has a truck for sale? There's this guy in the fire academy, da, da, da. And our mutual friend goes, well, I've got a Tahoe in my driveway I don't use. And he said, I'll tell you what, I'll have my mechanic go through it, and I'll give it to the kid. (laughs) And and my friend and I, he's telling me the story. I said, that is so much like our friend. He is just generous. He's just kind. He just figures out. What's the need and meets the need. Can I fill the need? That's yeah. do it. Do I have the ability? Yeah. So it's, it's about opening your eyes and ears because there's always need out there. Mm. And, you know, it's interesting that the, uh, the word kind, like uh, in, in Ephesians chapter four, verse 32, it says, so be kind toward one another. Mm-hmm. And, and the word is the Greek word keros, which literally is that thing of just do the right thing, do the nice thing. Because there's so many opportunities. You open up a door for somebody or you're in the Starbucks drive through line and, and you give money and you say, I'm going to pay for the guy behind me as well. And, 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 and so you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's like our friend, eh, just take my truck. I don't need it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's incredibly kind. Mm-hmm. I, I was, you know, I want to reverse and, and just ask you, thinking just over the last week, what's something that somebody did for you that was kind?
1: I experience kindness all the time from my family, for mm. sure. I mean, you, we just got back from a camping trip. I could, li- I could put together a list of things you did for me. Um, my wife has been so kind to me lately as well. Um, you know, the people I work with, I experience kindness. Um, my, my friends, I went, last night I went down and met up with Emmy. Mm. Great, great friend. And, um, just, hanging out with him he's just it was energizing his the way he approaches conversation and just spending time with me he chooses kindness in every little
0: thing and it just builds me up yeah and it, you know and, and, and kindness comes in so many ways doesn't it like it can be somebody giving their time like i have a friend john who is uh, my my golf coach and uh, now there's sometimes he wants me to say that when I'm playing well. Now, if I'm playing crappy, he's you know, not, your golf yeah, he's not, my he's golf just coach. your buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, this guy has fitted me up where I, I have clothing that looks good. Um, you know, I have golf clubs that actually work. Uh, recently he looked at my golf balls. He says, Oh, Oh no, 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 no more. And literally he says, you're not using those balls ever again. And he bought, bought me these brand new Titleist uh, golf balls. Now, why would he do that? Because he's my friend, he's my brother. And when he does that, I'm just like, wow. Like I remember um, um, I told him that I wanted to, uh, I found this space between my uh, closet, which my wife's mm. clothes filled the closet and my clothes were in the garage. And, and he asked me one day, why are your clothes in the garage? I said, because Debbie uses all the space. And by the way, I'm not complaining. And, uh, it wasn't, yeah, it I wasn't, mean, that closet wasn't massive. It was, was, no, using. it would barely fit her clothes. Yeah. And it, and so, yeah, it, this is not about Debbie. But we found this space between our closet and our attic. And he said, we could build a walk-in closet. And for months, he worked with me and we built what we call the Tajma closet. <laughs> now
1: yeah, You went from a small closet to a massive closet. That's it. <laughs> I mean, I, I get lost in there. Yeah.
0: and uh, But here's the thing. He gave his time, he gave his skill, he gave his money, he gave his, just his, his self. Mm-hmm. That's a friend, mm-hmm. that's a brother. Mm-hmm. And so kindness comes through a lot of ways. It's sometimes money, it's sometimes time, it's sometimes a nice gesture. could be an encouraging note. Kindness comes in a lot of ways. Yes, it does. And I don't know about you. I have yet to meet the person that says, you know, I've, I've gotten too much kindness. <laughs> Stop. Mm-hmm. Because every time we receive it, it's just like,
1: oh. Well, how about this? Have you ever met someone that goes, I really regret being kind to that person? Oh,
0: you never oh. regret
1: choosing to be kind, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, I, I think there is the time, like you might be kind, but you got to ask yourself, what's my motive?
1: Mm. See,
0: like when you're kind, and, and this is a good little tangent that we, we need to take, is that you got to do kindness with no expectation. In fact, sometimes the best kindness you can do is when nobody finds out. Yeah, you know where where you drop something on their desk and 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 they don't know. Like you, it's their favorite drink, at Starbucks or whatever, and uh, and so I think sometimes when we do kindness with expectation, there can be disappointment or disillusionment. Like they didn't thank us, mm-hmm. uh, they weren't as grateful as we wanted them to be. Maybe they didn't even acknowledge it, you know. And uh, and so so kindness. That's a little good caveat be careful of setting yourself up.
1: You know, we do an exercise in my couples Bible study every so often where we we serve our spouses mm-hmm. and the goal is not to get caught. Mm. So what and then we don't we we, we don't ever talk about it, but that you know, we set we tell okay, this is one of those weeks you you know, go out this week find a way to serve your spouse. Yeah and don't get caught don't let them find out that you did it it's just between you and the lord but you're going to show your spouse you love them without them knowing Mm. and it's just healthy for us to calibrate and do something with with the appropriate expectation it's just really between me and god that's it right that's it and it's a great exercise i
0: encourage anyone to try it yeah And, and again um you know there's a, there's a part of, you know, like one of the questions that, that you have to ask when it comes to kindness is why is it so important to God? In other words, why does he have to command us to do it? Because there is a powerful impact. See, when I'm kind, I become a better person. Mm. See, because I get outside of myself. And, uh, and, and when I'm kind, I feel good. Seeing the reaction of somebody again, not setting myself up, but you know, most kindness is is well received if you're thoughtful about it, and so it makes me a better person when I'm kind. But then the person that receives the kindness, oh my goodness, you know, like uh, there there was a, a kid and uh, at church, and he had never been to an Angel baseball game because his dad couldn't afford it, and some people in our church that had um, uh, season tickets had heard about this kid. And uh and literally gave him four tickets for his mom, his dad, his sister, and him. And these tickets were in prime position. And I mean, ever since that act of kindness, that kid cannot stop talking. He got to see the heroes uh of, of the angels for him. He only had watched them on TV, and that kid just lights up every time he tells the story. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and again, you can repeat that message again and again and again and again. Uh, because kindness is just what God ordered for you and for me. And when it's reciprocated, it's just such a great thing. You know, in other words, like, why do we exchange Christmas gifts? It's a, it's a, it's a piece of kindness. Now, I, I want to look at, at the fact that God commands kindness amongst Christians. But you know, uh, an organization that does a great job with kindness—you probably have seen their commercials. Honda, Mm -hmm. the random acts of kindness. Yeah, I mean, it is so cool. I there's some of the times I just get super emotional. Really? Oh yeah. You know, like there's this woman that has a crippled son, and somebody stole his wheelchair, and so Honda gives him a new wheelchair and. Gives, gives her $1,400 to fix up his room, you know? And, and so it's, it's these random acts of kindness. And Honda is just reaping rewards off of that. And why? Because it's so pure. I mean, you, you look in a day like today where, you know, I mean, there's so much division in our nation. There's so much political unrest still. There's so much argumentation. There's so much anxiety about the future. Kindness comes in. And it is just beautiful. So let me ask you a question: Is it really
1: random? Because somehow they found out that this kid with a got a wheelchair stolen, so
0: they chose to respond. It's really not so random, is it? It's random for the for the person that received it. Okay. It's... See, yeah. So they research and and people kind of write in and say, "Hey, this this is something that happened to my my cousin or this or that." And now, Han has the right to choose to do it or not. Yeah. So,
1: and same with us. We hear about something. Mm-hmm. If we have the ability mm-hmm. to
0: be kind, we probably should, right? Oh, okay. Again, last night I was at a, at a uh, celebration for a, a ministry, and uh, it was a fundraiser. And I ran into an old friend I hadn't seen for decades. And as soon as I saw him, I didn't recognize him. <laughs> <laughs> but then I did. And uh, and we start having this conversation, and man, the work that he does in it for the kingdom of God is amazing. And uh, and I said I said uh, he lives in in uh, just an average house in Mission Viejo when he works in Laguna. I said, and I happen to ask him why wouldn't you buy a house in Laguna? Because I'm thinking he does he does a lot of. Um, like uh, He's on boards where he gets paid. He's, he's got a great job. He's, in, he's got a financial company. So I know he's got wealth. And he says, well, I live in Mission Viejo because my wife and I want to live within our means. And he goes, we've gotten to the point where literally we're able to give away 40% of what we make. And I go, oh my gosh. And immediately I think of kindness. See, he's a guy that's put himself in a position now, I know you can be kind by giving your time. Mm-hmm. But he put himself in a position where he can see somebody who's in a financial need, bam, meet the need. Yeah, that's so cool. Oh, totally cool. And uh and so so again, I I think a lot of people want to be kind. They they know what it looks like, but sometimes they're so busy they can't give their time. They they're so in debt they they don't have you know treasure or, or wealth to be able to give away mm-hmm. and again because of time and treasure their talents go to waste mm. they, they just go to waste there's a there's a guy i met who uh uh he does random birthday things where somebody will say hey so-and-so's having a birthday and he'll take his violin and he'll go and play his violin <laughs> wow. and he'll sing happy birthday very cool it's just a random act of kindness. I mean, but there's, again, so many ways that you can do it. Yeah.
1: You know, that's so cool that you explained that the random side is really the receiving side because the person that's choosing to be generous to choosing to exercise kindness, it's intentional. It's something we, we practice. And so it's not so random for that side. And I've always got, I always thought that was a funny thing to say, random acts of kindness. Cause it would be pretty random for me to just go, Hey, I want to buy the guy coffee behind me in, in line. Unless maybe that morning I got up and I thought today, I'm going to do something generous, you know, in a situation like that. and I plan it and
0: I think the intentionality, the exercise is really healthy. Yes. And, and it's interesting because um, I have a friend of mine, a comedian. And I said, what makes, I mean, you're one of the funniest guys on the planet. Why are you so funny? He goes, he goes, Eric, he goes, it's because I see things faster than others.
1: Yeah. We talked about this before.
0: Yeah. Okay. I think people that want to be kind, they see opportunities when others miss it. Ah. And, and like, I have a friend of mine who, uh, he carries uh, $5 bills and he carries these, uh, these, uh, what does he call them? Um, not safety kits. But but oh yeah, what,
1: we talked about this before as well. Yeah,
0: like, where where he carries him in his trunk for homeless. Yeah,
1: toothbrush, right. toothpaste, right, pair of socks. It's
0: just practical. Well, the random part is the people that are going to get it aren't don't know it's coming. It, yeah, and, uh, and but so, he's planned to do it. That's yeah. it. And so he's 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 seeing the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Comedians see the opportunity for a joke. Kind people see the opportunity to be kind. Mm-hmm. I, I got to tell you one story. Um, good friend of mine. Was um, My wife uh, is in real estate, and she actually was a part of him getting their, their home, he and his wife. And my wife kind of said, well, you're right near a freeway. And she goes, I, I don't know if I would buy this house. And they go, no, we like the house. We think it'll fit our needs. And it wasn't until later he said that I saw God's purpose in the house. He goes, we had a neighbor that we got along with really well. And his wife uh, tragically got sick and died. And they had been married for decades. And this guy was so distraught. Another part of the story, they have two boys. One of their boys has autism. Now, what you know about autism is repeated activity. And after this guy's wife died, unbeknownst to uh, dad, his son put a letter in this guy's mailbox just saying, I love you. And he had some drawings on it. And the guy got this letter. Well, you can only imagine. This is coming from an eight, ten-year-old kid Hmm. saying, I love you. Well, if that wasn't enough, every day afterwards, (laughs) this kid would put a note in this guy's box. And later he told my friend, he said, you know what? There were times I just wanted to die. But every day I got a note from your son. Gee, (laughs) Like an eight-year-old, that, that's why Jesus said, unless you become like one of these, speaking of children, you'll never really quite understand my kingdom. See, there is a part of kids that can be naturally kind. Mm-hmm. Now I know kids, you know, there's tantrums and this and that. And they can be selfish. But kids can show us the way, if mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. And here's this eight-year-old autistic kid who lifted the day of an adult having lost his wife day after day.
1: Mm. Yeah. Wow, that isn't that is really unique and very neat.
0: Yeah. And it and it really reflects the importance of the recipient of kindness, but also what is this kid learning? How it blesses people with kindness. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I lived um, you know, my first seventeen and a half years as an atheist, never went to church, never read the Bible, never understood what generosity was. I had a, a scarcity mindset when it came to money. Um, I, I I didn't know how to give. I was I, I took. I was a taker. Mm. In fact, I was actually a thief. I stole things. And I look back and I go, who is that guy? Because one of the evidences that you have come to Christ is change behavior. And one of the things that began to change is I began to think of others as more important than myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want a healthy marriage, think of your spouse as more important than you. You want to have a healthy neighbor? you know, neighborly relationship, care about your neighbor more than you care about yourself. Friendship, you can go on and on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and something that comes out of not caring about your own needs, but caring about others, kindness. Mm-hmm. Because again, all you got to do is look at the need and there's plenty of need to go around. So what do you think about this? Because I, um,
1: I have a great friend who was one of the first people to teach me about generosity yeah. and we're still, we've been friends for years now. And what I think I, when I first started to have a relationship with Christ and read my Bible, it was so new to me. I was, I was like 21, uh, 20 years old or so. And I started hanging out with this guy who taught me to give to the point that you feel it. Yes. At that time, when I was hanging out with this guy, I had, my dad had just passed away, and I inherited my dad's estate. So for twenty one, I thought I was a bajillionaire. Yeah, you know, turns out as I now have a family of my own, I you know, money doesn't <laughs> last as long as I thought it would. No, it does not. <laughs> long story short, it was really easy to just pick up lunch or two things, and I felt good about myself. But he he asked me to do something that required my time. It didn't require money. It was like. Yeah. Hey, it was i i think we went up and like helped load a truck somewhere and i didn't really want to go and he's like you, when you give you should you should have to give something up you know yes. basically this whole concept of actually it, it should be both sides should have a equal and opposite reaction sort yeah. of because for some people they have all the time in the world but they hold on to something else and other people have all the money in the world and you know it's easy to give away money but they'll never give away their time but it was a really important lesson for me to go do something that I had a cost involved, right? And that was, I, I really enjoy that now. I look for opportunities to have a cost involved in how I'm being kind, you know, whether it's my time or my resources. Yeah.
0: So when you look at the barriers to kindness, okay, there's so many. Mm. Busyness will kill it because mm-hmm. you'll see an opportunity and you go, I, I got a lot to do. Debt will do it. I don't have the money to be generous to somebody selfishness I, I care more about my needs than the needs of others. you know um insensitivity or callousness can do it where you know like i have I had a friend who for years would complain about the homeless. I said it's interesting to me that you always complain, but you've never heard their stories. You assume they're homeless because they're lazy. Mm-hmm. I said, I've talked with the homeless, and there are many homeless that are not lazy. Life circumstances hit them. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so there's a lot that strips away kindness. But man, when you look at the benefits of, you know, kind of the cost-benefit analysis, man, it is the, one of the best investments you can ever make is being kind. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I'd love to close with, Michael, is just a challenge to our listeners. And, you know, one is, is... Think back to somebody who was really kind to you and remember what it meant to you and maybe take time to go, remember a couple of years ago or remember five years ago or whatever it was. I thanked you back then, but you came to mind again and I'll never forget what you did for me. That's an act of kindness in itself mm. to be grateful. And, and then the second thing is, is there somebody I've been ignoring where I could be kind to them? You know, like I, I had a guy who uh, just uh, recently is leaving Mariner's Church and and we had had a beautiful conversation about his next calling and all of that. And like, you know, there's that that challenge. When's the last time you wrote a note or a letter to somebody, not an email or a text? He wrote me a note and I opened it up. And as soon as I read it, my heart just, wow, because <laughs> he took time to write who is somebody you could be kind to? So I, I love that we're doing the series on the one another's because again, each one of them in their own right just makes you a better person.
1: Sorry it,
0: about that. Oh, no problem. <laughs> yes, they
1: do. So wait, before we just in in summary on this one, yeah. Um, you you said God um does he command us yeah does it's it's
0: an, it's an imperative command imperative four thirty two.
1: okay what does it say
0: be kind to one another now it goes on to talk about two other areas that we'll talk about later okay and but but it is an imperative command in other words it's not a just a good idea this is God says you need to do this okay because it's it, clear it's, as day oh it's like like why does God tell us to give to be generous because we need it yeah. Otherwise, money controls us. God knows exactly what we need. When he says be kind, he knows why. We need it. We need it because it's easy to be selfish. Cool. And thanks for being an example of kindness to me. Man, Michael, you come through time and time again. And I'm telling you, I I texted you yesterday, but that pizza stone and the spatula (laughs) and our ability now to make pizzas in our barbecue, come on, that is such a thoughtful gift. Thank
1: you. Oh, I'm glad you like it. It's oh, so fun.
0: Oh, well, we had pizza at your house. Yeah. That was awesome. And so, when the fact that we would eat that pizza and then you would give me that stone and that, that spatula, we, yes.
1: <laughs> cool. I can't wait to come enjoy pizza with you. All right. Well, uh, as always, you can reach out to us with comments, questions, whatever. It's relationship by the book at outlook.com or on social media. And we look forward to next week.